Glory to Jesus Christ. Glory. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Sunday between the Feast of Ascension and the Feast of Pentecost is the commemoration of the fathers of the First Ecumenical Council of Nicaea, where they defended and articulated the defense of our Lord and God and Savior Jesus Christ being of one essence with the Father. That when we beheld, beheld and behold Christ, that we see the Father, that we know that He is the express image of the Father, and that His authority, His Word, is from the Father. This is the depth, the height, the weight. This is everything for a Christian. Without this, Jesus Christ is just kind of a prophet. He's just a miracle worker. He's not the Son of God. He is not God and man in one person. We have around us a very strong temptation to view the church as kind of a loose organization based organization might be even putting too strong of a word there. A gathering of like-minded people, just ideas, is what brings them together. And the church, especially, part of the reason why the church has put in her wisdom this particular commemoration between Ascension and Pentecost is because the church is not, in its body, is not disorganized. Can you imagine if my body did not have a skeleton? Can you imagine your body without a skeleton in it? Just like you can't imagine without the other systems, but this, without a skeleton, we would just, well, we wouldn't be able to move. <laughs> We'd have no structure. We would just be kind of, well, somebody would have to move us because we would just be stuck. The church, uh, as we look to the head, our Lord, God and Savior Jesus Christ, the forerunner, the one who has gone behind the veil, who has, in this Feast of Ascension, as we continue the Feast of Ascension right now, who has entered into the throne room and sat down at the right hand of the Father, we are not left as orphans. We are not left just kind of wondering, okay, what do we do now? We have, of course, given to us the Holy Spirit, and we await the Holy Spirit in the Feast of Pentecost, but we have the church puts before us to contemplate the truth and the reality of the body. The body that is governed, that is pastored, but that is alive, not just because of its skeleton, but because you need all of the systems, right? We need everyone that is a part of the body. This is one of the things that Paul talks about rather extensively, the need of every aspect of the body. Of course, without the head, the body is nothing. But we here, as we await the head's full return, note and emphasize throughout this weekend the necessity of pastors, of structure, and of the church in its wisdom governing and guiding us. The Old Testament readings, we have the Abraham going and defending and rescuing with a group. We have 
emphasize for us in the epistle that we have for this mor- the tomorrow morning, I guess I could say this morning since liturgically we're already there, uh, we have emphasized for us Paul as he talks to the elders about the wolves that are going to come and take the sheep. That they need to, as he told them, for years I was amongst you, teaching and weeping, warning you and encouraging you. That the church has a, say, a defensive, a, I would say even an offensive, but some sense of boundaries and of what things are absolutely necessary for our salvation. Nicaea, the defense of who Jesus Christ, being one of those absolutes. If we don't defend this, if we don't clarify this, the people will be lost. We won't know what to think. The sheep will be scattered. The wolves will win. So what we do in this time, especially in the Old Testament reading that we have, there is the renewal, the circumcision of the heart, which is quite an image from Scripture, the circumcision of the heart, the destruction of the unnecessary, the covenant the softening of our hearts, but especially Paul's word, that we hold on to the word of God and the message of grace, that we make this part and parcel of our life, that we are formed ultimately by the mind of the church, shaped by the services, by the writings, by the wisdom, the deposit of the Holy Spirit guiding the church. But this is all ultimately because the church has, and guided by the Holy Spirit, has the mind of Christ, the mind that we want to not only apprehend, but also appropriate, so that we can live into that truth. So let us continue to rejoice in this season of continuing, while it's not the possible joy, in a way it's always the possible joy. It's just the completion of that possible joy with our Lord being seated at the right hand of the Father and the joy that we await in the sending of the Holy Spirit. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. We have tomorrow.